God exercised this power in Christ by raising Him from the dead and seating Him at His right hand in the heavens. Far above every ruler and authority. Power and dominion. And every title given. Not only in this age, but also in the one to come. He subjected everything under His feet and appointed Him as head over everything for the church which is His body, the fullness of the One who fills all things in every way. A little bit later, He says He raised us up with Him. God raised us up with Him and seated us with Him in the heavens, in Christ Jesus. Seated with Christ at the right hand of God the Father. Seated in a place of authority. Later in the same book, in the same letter, He made this statement. He says, Be strengthened by the Lord and by His vast strength. Did you know the Lord's strength is vast? Put on the full armor of God so that you can stand against the schemes of the devil. You know, He has schemes. And He is scheming and has been scheming against you and I and against church of the Word. It says, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood. Sometimes it feels that way. Like the person's our problem. Our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of this darkness, against evil, spiritual forces in the heavens. That's who the struggle's against. He had this to say. He said He rescued us, rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of the Son He loves. That means... Where you were, that's not where you are anymore. Kingdom of darkness is where you were, but now you're in the kingdom of light. He also said He disarmed. Jesus disarmed the rulers and authorities and disgraced them publicly. He triumphed over them in Him. That's wonderful news. John said the Son of God was revealed for this purpose. To destroy the works of of the devil to destroy the devil's works that was the purpose he was revealed has he been revealed to you and I yeah so to destroy the works of the devil he was revealed for this purpose although we live in the flesh we do not wage war according to the flesh since the weapons of our warfare so we do have a warfare Sometimes we get the bent idea that because we've been seated with Him, we were absent of warfare. But no, there's still a war going on. Alright, so you've got to put on the full armor. Armor's made for warfare, not sitting on the couch. The weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but are powerful. Powerful. Someone say powerful. Powerful through God for the demolition of strongholds. We demolish arguments and every proud thing that is raised up against the knowledge of God. And we take every thought captive to obey Christ. Captive to obey Christ. Summoning the twelve, He gave them power and authority over all the demons and to heal diseases. Power and authority over all sickness and over all devils. That's what the Lord 
was able to give because it's his. He said, I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions. He's talking about evil spirits and devils. I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and over all. Someone say all. all. The power of the enemy. The enemy has a power. But I have given you authority to trample over all the power of the enemy. Nothing at all will harm you. Nothing will harm you. Someone look at your neighbor and say, nothing will harm you. Nothing will harm you. One of Jesus' final instructions, He made sure to turn and look at the disciples and say, all authority has been given to Me in heaven and earth. All authority. There's no corner left out. There's no part left out. All authority has been given to Me in heaven and earth. And on that authority, He delegated things to us to do. He commissioned us in Matthew 16, where Jesus asked the disciples, He says, Who do men say that I am? Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Jesus responded, Blessed are you, Simon of Jonah, because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my Father in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter. And on this rock, on this rock of revelation, I will build my church and the gates of hell the gates of Hades will not overpower it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven or be bound from heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven or loosed from heaven. You and I have been given the name that's above every name. We have been named to the family of God. Amazing. We have been given authority and responsibility. We have been given power to overcome, to overcome, to overcome the power of the devil. We are overcomers. How many of you, I want you to consider what I'm saying um, before you even answer it within yourself. How many of you recently, over the last number of weeks, have felt an intensity of attack or maybe it's been in the shape of, of darkness or oppression or, or feeling discouraged or alone. Or maybe it has been in the form of, of opportunity for offense or like relationships, struggles with relationships or any other area where, see a lot of times we live in, a, we, we do, we live in a natural fallen world and so we bump into things that are broken in the world all the time. But one of the ways to tell when something moves from being a natural event in this fallen world to a, a spiritual thing organized against you is when the intensity of it increases suddenly. When it goes from like natural to supernatural. Are you following what I'm saying? If you felt like over the last number of weeks, over the last month or two, that there has been an increase of this upon you, upon any of those things I mentioned, or some other form of that, I want you to stand up and consider me standing. More than normal. Not, not the normal things that just happened, but the more than normal. Okay, turn around and look at people standing up. Standing up.
See, the devil would have you believe that you're alone. But a quick glance around will tell you you're not. Okay, you can be seated. Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have boldness, not timidity, boldness, boldness, boldness to enter the sanctuary through the blood of Jesus. He has inaugurated for us a new and a living way through the curtain that is through His flesh. And since we have a great high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith. With our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed in pure water. Let us hold on. Everyone say, hold on. Let us hold on to the confession of our hope without wavering. Hold on to the confession of our hope. We've got to be saying some things. We've got to be confessing our hope, our expectations, without wavering. Since He who promised is faithful, and let us consider one another in order to provoke love and good works. The effect that I should have on you is that it provokes you to love and good works. The effect you should have on your neighbor and on me is to provoke me to love and to do good deeds, good actions, good works. Not neglecting to gather together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging each other. All the more as you see the day approaching. So encouraging one another. Yes, we do have a personal responsibility to encourage ourselves in the Lord. But we also have a responsibility to encourage each other, to build up each other. How many times do we see that in Scriptures for the building up of one another? The building up. The building up of one another. Encouraging one another. Look, we as a church have stepped out in a direction of church planting. We've made commitments we put our finances to it. We put our mouth to it. We put our confidence and our expectations. And we've said, here's what the Lord's telling us. And we put, we've, we've bought an airplane in preparation for it, right? We've done all these things. And suddenly, you know, the enemy doesn't like when you plan to take territory. So, when you looked around and saw all those people standing up, it's no accident that as of recent, it's really ramped up against you and I. I mean, it showed up in, in sickness. I mean, sickness has just come through this house rampant. I mean, through my house. All of my children, one by one, got chicken pox. Bam, they all fell like flies. You know, and, and we know that the Word of God has, is our shield, is our fortress, and so we're going to operate on it. We're going to stand in it. And I don't care how often the enemy seems to be winning, that's still our anchor. That's still the place that we're going to stand and the place that we're going to to anchor into. And we're going to pray some things and we're going to do some things together here in a moment. And we're going to stop this, this plan of the enemy tonight. It's over. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for His name's sake. His name is on the line. His name is on the line. 
And for His name's sake, He would guide you into the right place. Into places of green pastures. Into places of quiet waters. Into a place where your soul is refreshed. Where you lack nothing. Because He's your shepherd. And He's got His name on the line. And the great thing is, is He's given us His name. And it's on that name. Verse 4, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, or some translations say the darkest valley, even though I'm going through that, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod, your staff, they comfort me. You know, rods and staffs aren't used for beating sheep. I'm sure there's some bad shepherds that beat the sheep, but I'm saying rods and staffs aren't used to beat sheep. They're used to beat the wolf. Or to reach out and rescue a sheep that's fallen off the edge maybe. You prepare, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. See, it's for His name's sake. That right in the face of the enemy, He would anoint you with oil. He'd overflow your cup and just put it in the devil's face and say, look at this. Look at this. The blessing overtakes you. Someone say, the blessing overtakes me. Surely, goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. It's our abiding place. We're not leaving it. And the things that we've set out to do, yep, the devil, he's been trying to take some shots at us. But the good news is, we've been translated from darkness into light. We've been given the name that's above every name. We've been seated at the right hand of God the Father in the heavens above every authority, every principality, every power that there is. And so all that we have to do is take our stand with the full armor of God and say, not today, devil. Not today. So we're going to pray. And I'm going to break this thing, this, this thing that's been trying to strangle you and us. And I'm, I don't permit it anymore. And our faith that overcomes the world, our faith in the name that's above every name, is where our victory is. So you foul devil, you spirit of darkness, I don't permit you on these people and upon church of the word anymore. I don't allow it in the name of Jesus Christ. And I plead the blood of Jesus over this household, over these people, over every individual life that is represented at Church of the Word International. We belong to you, Father, and I'm so grateful for that. Thank you for the authority that you have given to us. And on that authority, I forbid and I break the works of the devil that have been arranged against you and assigned against you. I call those works as ashes and dust and they fall harmless and have no effect on you. Nothing shall by any means harm you in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father, I thank You for Your Spirit of peace in this house right now. For Your infilling Spirit of peace and joy and righteousness in this house right now. I invite You, Father, to fill us afresh and anew with your spirit, with your vision, with your eyes, with your heart, with your ears, Lord. We submit ourselves to you in everything. And we resist all the evil the enemy has brought against us. According to your word, we are more than conquerors. Tell your neighbor, you're more than a conquerors.
Tell yourself, I'm more than a conqueror. I am victorious. Greater is He that is in me than he that's in the world. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We rejoice, Lord. We worship you, Lord. Glory to your name, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for victory. Father, I thank you for an open heaven over this house. I thank you for revelations, for dreams and visions. I thank you for a heart of unity in this house. I thank you for a heart and spirits of unity in one vision, in one mind, bound by your love. I thank you for it. I speak peace over every relationship in this house. Peace over every marriage. Peace over the homes in this house. Peace over your extended family even. Father, I thank you for the peace that you have given to us by your Spirit, and we lay claim to it. Now, your peace permeates like, a, like water saturates ground. Every relationship in this house, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Father. We thank you, Lord. <laughs> thank you, Lord. <laughs> Woo! Thank you, Lord. Sometimes you just have to get sassy, right, with the devil. We're going up and not down. We are the head and not the tail. We are victors. There is an abundance of finances in your wallet and in your job. There is increase in your house. There is, there is a spirit of faith upon you. And in this place, and when people walk into this place, they're delivered from those foul devils that tried to follow them in. When people come into this place, they are healed. There are miracles that happen in this house. People even come out of wheelchairs in this house. Cancers are banished from this house. All disease is just banished from the face and glory of the Lord. And this house is filled with your glory, Father. We just long for more of you, Lord. And we say, revive us again, Father, according to your spirit, according to your will and your purpose and your plan. Father, we yield our will to you, Lord. Oh, by yes, Thank you, Lord, for your victory. Thank you, Lord, for victory. Oh, thank you, Lord. All right, so let's take a few minutes. And um, just in, encourage the people that are next to you. Speak life to the people next to you. Encourage them. You know, the Word says that we shouldn't forsake the assembling of ourselves together, but it gives the reason why. To encourage. To provoke. So let deep call to deep right here, right now. Okay, if you finish, uh, take a minute or two to finish up and then you can find your seat. You don't need to rush if you, you've got something that you're in the middle of. You know, Terry brought up a uh, part of this as well, and um, I hadn't even thought about it. But, you know, in our home groups, we have been having, our home groups have been times of intercession and prayer. And while we don't see everything that's happening in the spirit realm, things that we've been praying out and saying and, and believing God for, but it, it, all of this greater resistance comes in the, as soon as we started doing that, right? Start having prayer and times of intercession. And, and so uh, the, the thing to do is not to back off. 
but to stand firmer than ever. You know, I'll tell you a story. How many of you know who Chuck Yeager is? Okay, he was, he was a test pilot. He was the f- first pilot that flew faster than the speed of sound. And so the story goes, I'm not 100% sure how many of these details end up being legend or not, right? But I mean, in, in his biography, he talks about some of these things. And um, when they were trying to design this plane, maybe it was called the X-Plane, I'm not sure, I don't remember the exact name, to go faster than the speed of sound, so they got these test pilots, and they put a pilot in it, and they flew up, and the pilot got up to the point where he was almost at the sound barrier, and the plane starts to shake and to carry on, and there's all this, like, buffeting on the plane, and he pulls the throttle back, and the plane just in that moment disintegrates. And he loses his life. So they put together another plane. They find another test pilot. And so he takes off and away he goes. And, and the exact same thing happened. The plane starts to shake and things start to get scary. And he pulls the throttle back and the plane disintegrates and comes apart in the air and he loses his life. So they sign up. They build another plane. And they're, they're determined that they're going to conquer this Speed of sound. And they sign up, and, and Chuck Yeager signs up. The trouble is, is that he was horsing around and broke a rib like the day before. And he knew that he was not going to be able to reach up and grab a hold of the canopy to pull the canopy down close over top of him. So he convinces one of the mechanics out there that are working on the plane to... He somehow smuggled, he had him put a hook on the, uh, the canopy and he smuggles a broomstick inside his jacket to go out and he gets in the plane and he uses his broomstick to reach up and pull the canopy down. So he's very committed to being a test pilot. See, th- my point is they weren't making him do it. He, he had an out. And he gets in the plane and he takes off and he's flying and he comes up and the same thing, you know, the plane starts to shake and things start to get scary and, and like, man, is this plane going to come apart? And... He thought, well, if I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out in a blaze of glory, and he goes full throttle. And in that moment, everything became glass smooth, and everything went completely quiet. Well, he's faster than the speed of sound. And he thought for a moment that he died and went to pilot heaven (laughs) because of how the plane handled, because it was just all of a sudden completely smooth and quiet. And then he realized, no, I'm still alive, and I've broken the sound barrier. So I want to encourage you, let's not pull back. You know, in Hebrews it says we're not like those who pull back and are lost, but we're going to press forward even all the more and come into the victory that the Lord has for us and the fullness of what the Lord has for us. Can we do that? All right, awesome.